Mr. D. Roy, we are ready for another Death Piles and Taxes. I'm going to let you uh, lead me, guide me, help me find the way we're going to take today. Oh, am I going to walk beside you as well while we're at it? I sure hope so. I mean, we're kind of a team here. Well, you're out there in that high cotton making that, that good money. I, I'm, uh, one thing that I really like about doing this show, we got our friends, and, and you know, we have a pretty good group. We interact quite a bit on the daily almost with that text group, sometimes more than... Uh, we should, obviously. Uh, sometimes the phone will just start buzzing and it doesn't stop. So. Lots of text messages. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm glad that the, the phrase, uh, well, now they just say get the good silk out. So <laughs> I'm glad some things that we've talked about on the show kind of caught on. Uh, you know, you can't hide money. Some of that different stuff is, is went over in the friend group. And uh, that's been fun. Uh, that's one thing with uh, the reselling. Uh, I was talking to, to one of our friends, and they seem to know everything that me and you were up to. It's kind of weird. People know our lives and, like, they feel like they catch up with us every week, and we have no clue what they're doing, but they think that we've been having this ongoing relationship because they hear what we're up to, they know what we're selling, they know what we're doing, and, you know, you see them, and it's like, it's been forever, but they feel like they know you. Uh, I mean, they know you, but they feel like we've still been in, in pretty good contact, which with some people we have, you know, but it's just been kind of fun that way, but then it's kind of weird in another way because it's a one-sided conversation. So they hear me and you having a conversation about what we're doing, but we don't hear any impact back on what's going on in their lives, and you know, time marches on. Obviously, it's uh, interesting enough that they want to listen to us. You know, it is always weird. You know, we're sitting here, we talk to each other, we started this a long time ago, and then when you think at it, you look at the numbers saying, you know, this is you and me showing up to, uh, you know, chit-chat in the library. You're like, man, you're filling up rooms of people just to come hear you talk. I mean, it's a it's a fun thing. We're, we're so glad we, we started doing this. Plus, Derek and I, we've got uh, a forever on the internets. Always and forever, Adam. That's right. I know you love technology, but not as much as you love me. Uh, that's Always it. and forever. I, I think that must be some reference to a song or something. So. Yeah, it's the pop culture. I like throwing that out at Adam, even when it's 20 years old. He still never, sometimes he'll surprise you, sometimes he doesn't. You've seen Napoleon Dynamite. I have. That was uh, that was the song that Kip wrote for the gal that came in on the bus. Uh, La Wanda or whatever her name was. <laughs> some, something funny, so. But yeah, what uh Tax season's winding down. It's over, man. It's over. I, I know you still had some extension stuff. I do still. I, I've got 75. I, I wrote down my list. I got it printed out. Uh, my goal, I've got to get 35 of them done by the first week in June. Um, that's my goal. The other ones are legit extensions that, you know, I won't file until probably August, September, October. So I got to get that list done. That that's the goal. That, that's coming down. You got a family trip. You're going out to the coast. Going, coming up. Going to the to, to the OC. Nice part is is uh, got a client, um, somebody that you know, and and I, I don't think he's going to have an issue with us throwing out on the airwaves. Uh, it would be M. R. Durbin, Mister Durbin, who's written books about the Oregon coast. Um, he he's been giving me some insight. I feel like I'm my own personal travel agent. Because he's telling me all these places where we should go, texting me pictures. So I'm kind of excited about that. And you know me, I'm, I'm a foodie when it comes to vacations. Um, that's really one of the reasons I travel, going to get that inside scoop. So kind of excited. Well, it's hard to beat the Pacific Northwest, Adam. That's God's country up there. And it's nice because you got the beaches. I love a good beach, you know that. But there's the warm weather beach, and then there's kind of the colder, and they're different. Like, I mean, it's a different... Different atmosphere. Obviously, you don't have people in bikinis, and you still got the sand, but it's a different kind, more rocky usually. Uh, but sometimes you can see more animal-type uh, 
wildlife and aqualife. So up in the, the northwest there, you'll be able to see, you know, some of the starfish and some of that stuff. Pretty, uh, I don't know, I've had better success there than maybe off a beach in Hawaii of some of that stuff. Different what? different type of animals, but, or, I don't know, what are the animals? Is that what you call fish? Uh I'm I'm no expert. All I know is if they taste good, uh, that's that's what I'm. You get you get that good food. Are you gonna be able to? Now I know sometimes you have a hard time because your family doesn't necessarily like the same things that you like. They like their food, and they won't try out on on branch on different things. Are you gonna be able on this trip to get you some maybe some good uh, clam chowder, some good seafood, and let them get a hamburger or whatever they're into? I'll tell you what happens. Um, The internet is an amazing thing. Uh, I, I like Yelp. Um, yes, they, they, no, they don't pay us yet, but I'm just going to let you. I like Yelp instead of Google reviews when I'm looking for restaurants because you can kind of search very specific and, and, and it pulls up these lists and reviews and pictures. And, and that's usually what I do. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. We hit the trifecta last week. We uh, drove up to Layton and uh, hit the, uh, the, the Savers, the DI. You get some people upset with uh, the, you now. Uh, what's the other one? The Savers, DI, and Goodwill. And Goodwill, all next to each other. Didn't have time to stop. We went to go look at a, a shed-type cabin little thing that we were, we were kind of Yeah, we got golden ticket winners you've been promising this I, trip to for years. I know. And we drove by Pace's drive through but I, there's, there's two options now. We went to a place called Seals. And a uh, friend of the show, Pelican, I don't know why he's never told us about this, but oh my heavens, they got scones out the wazoo, sweet sticky buns, and, and I had some amazing hash browns. So all found thanks to thanks to Yelp. So you didn't try the burger barn. Didn't hit the burger barn. I, I hit Seals because I knew that they kind of had the breakfast type menu, and uh, you know saw the uh, the dessert. So what I, what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of man. I'm getting hungry. There's a lot of uh, places that you can find on the internet that you can find a little bit of everything of the type of food. And I'm always a big fan of, I mean, people know. I mean, people's opinions, you know, that's really what, what matters. So, uh, yeah, when you travel, I'm going to find those places maybe got a little bit of everything. How were the thrift stores? I said, did, didn't have enough time. Oh, we, you, just, oh you didn't we, stop at them. We didn't stop at them. We gotcha. wanted to, but like I said, we didn't have enough time. We were trying to get up there. You know, um, we hit the tabernacle. Are, are you familiar with the tabernacle? Are you saying ta- ta- like the tabernacle or the tabernacle? Taber, as in Moses' tabernacle. Of, of which uh, city? We went and saw the Holy of the Holies. Okay. Went, went and got uh, the, the laven. We had some unleavened bread. I... Exodus, the, the Ten Commandment type tabernacle. I, I thought that was over in like... Jerusalem area. Well, apparently they have reenactments, and, and we kind of went and hit one of those. Is this kind of like a Civil War reenactment? <laughs> exactly. Was this, so so you make fun of me for, for LARPing with the guys down at the park, but you were reincarnating Old Testament uh, scenes? Well, they there was a, 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 you know, a place here at one of the, uh, the local ecclesiastical organizations. They brought back something from the, uh, the Old Testament. This doesn't sound like Utah at all now. <laughs> no, no. I said ecclesiastical. <laughs> Organization You're coming back and trying to make things from the Old Testament relevant again. That doesn't sound like Utah at all, Adam. Keep keep going. Hey, this is old. Te- this is biblical. You know, this is Charleston Heston debut <laughs> as Moses. They had a, a reenactment of the tabernacle, and you know, uh, all of the the um, you know curtains that go up, and 
the sacrifices, the burnt offerings. Were you, were, were you killing goats? <laughs> we had some goat blood there. Funny thing, they had like... You went inside and you weren't supposed to be there? You turned into sand or something? Did they have somebody there to ignite you or what? There's a reason I'm missing three fingers today. I was kind of blown away through sand. Saw the Ark of the Covenant. I looked for Indiana Jones. He, he wasn't there, but... Well, what was the Ark of the Covenant now? Was it, was it like a Holy Grail or what? Now, this is breaking news here. Adam's got some inside information. It was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I don't... Is it like a park or... Yeah, it's time to stop at the thrift store, but uh, moving Tabernacle while... Uh, pull off the side of the road and let's see what this is all about here. Well, we, we saw it on a, a on a show that they were having this uh, exhibition, this kind of, uh, you know. So we went up there for that purpose, and uh, it was really cool. It was set up in the front of a, a, a local church house there, and uh, it was it was really fun. It was really cool. We went in, and, um, you know, they took you through kind of each stage. They had the local youth that would kind of read about what was going on. And, were they dressed up in the period piece, time clothing no i didn't see any um uh you know shawls there there were no turbans somebody should have had a long beard yeah i don't know if there was i mean we're talking you know young you know we're talking maybe 12 13 dress them up if you're gonna do it do it right i i think we were there on one of the last days and they got real busy and they had to bring in some extras to kind of come help out there so this is like around christmas time a lot of people do late live nativity this was around easter time yeah and uh it was a it was overpopular. I mean, they, you know, they, they, was this like for Passover? What we doing? It here? was for Passover. Okay. It was it was really cool. You kind of went in. You, you found out what they did. They talked about sacrificing goats, um, throwing things into the altar, and then you go in. You they didn't s- want to keep your firstborn or anything weird, did they? Uh, no, no. Trey's still with us. Um, you know, and then you went into the holy of the whole. It was really cool. It was really kind of fun and interesting, and and out of the whole thing. Um, the coolest thing is is my wife saw the other side to me. I, I, I'm a pretty layered guy. And when you say the other side, you mean she saw ancestors that have passed, some spirits, that kind of a thing? Or what? Did you have some sort of experience here that, that we're going into? Or So while we were there, um, <clears throat> there was a, another family. Because they'd bring in like groups of like 35, and you kind of walk through it. And Again, all- large families, quantities of 35 <laughs> in the drove. This does not sound like Utah at all. Keep going. <laughs> These, these were several families that had different mothers. Fathers. Same father, different mothers. I got you. <laughs> yes, a typical Moses fashion. Um, there, there was a family there that had, um, you know, they had a child that, uh, you know, they had they had adopted, and she was in a wheelchair. And, and even going through these different stages outside on the grass, you could see this family struggle. And at the end, where the holy of the holies were, they, it was kind of a reenactment. There was a door, and they had to go around because they couldn't go through the door because it was too small. So my wife, you know, I went over and talked to him and says, hey, when's the last time you took your little girl for a hike? And he kind of looked at me and says, well, never. And I says, hey, let me show you this. And I gave him my card. He says, I have a company here in Utah. We make chairs for, for uh, people to use off, off doors or out, outdoors. You're welcome to call us. We have loaner chairs. Come get it and take your kid for an experience. And, like, the family gets, like, really emotional because they're like... Well, they're like, we came for a spiritual experience and this guy's trying to sell me something <laughs> in the in the Holy of Holy area. <laughs> it, 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 was a, it was a little godsend. Um, you know, it, it, was, it was kind of fun. Like I said, I do several different things, and <clears throat> by far that's one of the most rewarding things is helping people have an opportunity to go outside that, that hadn't has ones, haven't had one in a long time. So kind of connected with these families. And my wife kind of like 
had like kind of this aha moment of, oh, you know, kind of what he's doing, you know, it does help a lot of people. And so I don't know, it was, it was a good, good experience um, to go through and, and kind of have a little reenactment on, on um, a lot of things. Yeah, I give Adam a hard time and then uh, we like to go back and forth, but uh, Adam is a good guy and he does the stuff, you know, start a company like this and, and try to help out uh, people that, that can't get around or not as mobile as, as we are and take it for granted. Uh, it's a good thing to do, and uh, he probably doesn't doesn't put it out there enough. But he's 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 helping people have better lives by by this thing. I know we used to run a, an ad for uh, your your company, but it, it's out there. Um, Extreme Modus. Yeah, there there you go. If you have somebody that uh, you know is, is the wheelchair bound or just can't walk around as good as they used to, and you want to go take him out for some adventures, uh, look into that and give him a give him a call. He'll. Uh, you know, like he said, I was giving him a hard time that he was trying to sell something at the church thing to the people, but they have loaner chairs to let people try them out for free or if they need them. You're not too hard on uh, where you could really stick it to people. You, you usually let them at least try it once or twice free before you really turn those knobs, right? We try it before we crank it down. So that it just, when we drove by the trifecta up there, it, it, I was like, uh-oh, I got to bring this up and I know I'm going to catch some guff. You know, but uh, we had a good time. And like I said, we do need to do it. We need to schedule a Saturday. We need, we need to schedule some stuff and just go. So. Just, just go have even, it. Even now, i got the Fridays. And I, I you know, do got the Fridays. I, I don't know about... Uh, Friend Brian, this is your shout-out on the air, because I know you're a, a loyal listener. And and his son um, just won a big pig competition. I saw some of that on, on the Internet. That, that kid is, uh, you know, turning into a, a, a regular... Uh, An FFA showman. Yes, he is. Looking good. Whipping that pig around. You gotta keep them in line. Maybe hit up a, a you know a card store. Hit up a, you know something up there. See if we can find some more memorabilia. Maybe some U two uh, tickets or or. Uh, you never know. I know. I know. Jimmy's inquired. He's a, he's not another hill ticket winner. He kind of wants to do the same thing. So I, I'm gonna tell you something. Um, we we had to get a new vehicle. I don't know if we brought that up on the show yet. Pro- probably not. We we were down to. Uh, I was having to drive my wife's car. To and from work because she was uh, couldn't drive it long distance because it might have broken down. <laughs> um, so we, we finally uh, bit the bullet, bought, bought a new vehicle, and uh, it, it seats eight people comfortably. Now was it an Escalade? No, not an Escalade. No. Volkswagen Atlas. Volkswagens are nice. It's it's a it's a nice vehicle. You know, we test drove probably about twenty different ones, and and we felt comfortable with. Is it. Is this going to be able to take the boys out to Wendover? And that's the whole purpose. I purchased that vehicle, knowing, hey, I know we can get the ha- the, the husky section in the back back, and it's gonna get get us there. It'll get us there. It'll get us there comfortably. It's been a few years since I've been on that track. We we, we do need to re hit that trip here. But uh, well, that's good to know. And there's storage spaces for for wherever you might find out thrifting or yard sales. Oh yeah, there there's a lot of good space. We we like it, and and I've kind of turned into a I, I don't know a fuel snob. It's got those things that teaches you to drive green or whatever, and, and you can see the gas mileage, uh, you know, what the estimated is. We got like 27 miles a gallon. Yeah, hypermyelin is what we call it in the, the Prius world. Yeah. There's tutorial videos online of how to maximize how your car drives for fuel efficiency. And, and, and with prices right now, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yep. It, it, it was a good time. So I've got a couple things prepared for us. We're, we're willing and ready to go. So what... Uh, so, so it's kind of getting to be your off season, so you can focus more on your reselling world. I know uh, when we were at the hockey game and stuff, you're paying attention to a lot of these uh, Tiger Woods badges oh, and tickets man. and stuff like that. 
what in this off season are you going to be doing sales wise now that you can uh, focus a little more time on that kind of stuff? I'll tell you what, um, it, it's your death pile. Accumulation is the fun part. It, it's not the fun part, but it's the easier part, I think. But then you get that real payoff when you sell something. Um, I really kind of went went deep on these Tiger Wood type tickets because he's an iconic, you know, world changing type figure. Um, so I bought some of those. So I'm really focusing on getting those back from the PSAs. Um, I, I've got a couple other type items that we're going to try and, you know, kick off on, on the whatnot. Um, I think I'm going to throw everything together and see if I can get a bulk sale, see if I can get a couple, uh, couple, couple G's out of something so I can take it and flip it into to something else. Um, can I tell you a funny story? I wish you would. Um, we had a whole Ark of the Covenant earlier and, you know, it's, I can use a little levity. <laughs> I love me, Indiana. I didn't know. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a. I'm a simple man. Uh, I I don't read. Yeah, much. I don't know what love is, <laughs> but I love you, Jenna. You always throw out these songs that only Jimmy would know. I think a lot of people saw Forrest Gump at him. Oh, yeah, you're you're right. Um, I just know the box of chocolates. Um, all right, sorry. The, the story is um, we. I've been looking at different things to flip, and and like I said, I kind of did some real estate. We've been looking at some land. I really think the land's going away, uh, you know, that people are going to want to buy it, kind of get away, some recreational-type properties. And we found this one. We went and looked at it. Um, we really liked it. Uh, it was eight acres of land here in, in, in Utah, kind of up in a, you know, very nice wooded area. And we went on a Friday. Everything was great. We went back on a Sunday to show my wife's family, and uh, it was raining. And we went through, kind of did everything. And when we got back to the vehicle, my wife found a tick on her. And it was not good. Not in the skin, but just on her clothes. And then, you know, she came back. So my son and I went hiking, you know, a different area and came back kind of behind. And came back, and he had ticks on him, like more than one. And then she's kind of getting a little, you know, wigged out about it because we actually know somebody got Lyme disease from it. And then, um, you know... I take off my shirt and I've got one on my clothes. So it was kind of one of this not, you know, good things. And my wife was a little upset about it, which I get it. And so we come home, everybody showers, everybody gets ready, you know, check for ticks, which Brad Paisley, I, I, I understand it now. I, I get it. Two days later, um, my wife, you know, we were in, you know, she was, uh, she got showered and she was getting ready and a tick was on her clothes two days after the fact. So at that point in that moment, she says, you better not ever go back to that property and think about buying it. So I did not, there, there, there's opportunity money to be made, but sometimes money's not everything. Leroy. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think you want to be the one that uh, gives somebody the Lyme disease, even if you were to flip the property, knowing what you know there, maybe it's, I don't know if there's heavily tick infested places versus not. I don't know how all that works, but, yeah, sometimes you, you something looks good on paper, and you go to investigate it, and it's just not the deal for you. It's not going to work out. So, do do your homework, and like I said, e even though you might think there's money there, it's it's not always worth it. So there's not always gold in them there hills. So, Deroy, I, I know you and I we're on a Friday recording. You got to go get some money. You got to go run around, uh, take care of some business. Uh, I'm doing the same. So. Deroy, that being said, my friend. Let me let me throw this out real fast. Okay. If anyone's interested in getting on the whatnot, hit me up 
I'll walk you through. I can get I can get referrals. I can push you through a little faster. So, oh, do you, do you realize so the guy to know? If you're looking into doing it, just contact me. Say listen to the show, and, and I'll we'll set you up. We'll get you going. So there you go. That I means throw that out there. That being said, Derek is the guy. He's in the know. And if you're in the know, D-Roy, there's two things that are for certain. I mean, death piles and taxes. It's uh, D-Roy Everett and Adam Beasley from the Death Piles and Taxes podcast that you're listening to right now. Your favorite account. I know. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. A lot of you have been asking what you can do to help the podcast out, and seriously, all we want is a review. Yeah. Hopefully it's a five-star review, but if not, be fair, uh, at least a four. (laughs) (laughs) We know you're listening. We see the numbers. We're all over the world. Like I said, just we see it. We appreciate everyone listening. Help us get a little higher up there. Help us uh, get more new Helps listeners. The algorithms, people can help find us out, and it really does help. So if you can go to Apple iTunes, that's where a lot of you are already listening or, or wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, you know, all of these different things. They're all out. Wherever you listen, give us a – you don't even have to write a review. Just give us five stars. If you want to give us a review, that's cool too. We appreciate it, and keep listening. Thanks for listening, guys.